catch it, let me catch it once again. Okay, let's not waste time. This hot. Let's get straight into it. Today we're going to be reviewing the new Earl sweatshirt and the Alchemist album Voir Dyer. I hope I pronounced that right. And then we're going to talk a little bit more about the Alchemist, his legacy, because it's about time we've done that on here. So, Earl, Al, Voir, how'd you say it? Is it Voir Dyer? Is that right? I think it's French or something. Voir Dyer. Yeah, Voir Dyer. Voir Dyer. So, like speak the truth, basically. Yes. That's what it means. Yeah. It's a legal term, correct? Sort Mm. of. It's just, it's also just a phrase. Like, yeah. Okay. But then the artwork's got the, like, court, looks like yeah, the Reaper yeah, yeah. with the mallet in the court and all that. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're um, a research man. I just be knowing French. That's the difference. <laughs> um, okay. So, what do we think this one's about? This project. It kind of came out of nowhere. What's Earl talking about? I have no clue. I find it so hard to understand what Earl's trying to tell me. You know, like I like it. That's the problem. I really like when Earl raps. Yeah, I don't know what he's saying these days. <laughs> I hear what you're saying, Sam. Because oh. the thing is, I feel his bars. Like there's, there's moments I'm like, oh yeah, I relate to that. I relate to this. I don't even. I can't even remember them. I get lost <laughs> in his know. flow. That's what it is. I don't know what the man is trying to tell me, but I'm fucking with it. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like he's like, and I'm like, yeah, bro. That one. I the flow is I'm, literally, I'm literally the same as well, man. Honestly, I'm, I'm just vibing to it and I just don't know what. I, I don't know. It just. <laughs> like you said, I, there's some bars that, that go through it and I'm like, oh, that's hard. And then moments later, I can't remember. Try to ask yourself, why is it hard? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But this is just the but, thing about the album. It's so like um, repeatable. And every time oh, that yeah, bar hits me again, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's that bar. <laughs> I don't even know what track the bar's from. Like, <laughs> So I don't think there is a, there's a theme here. I don't think there's an overarching message or story. I think it's um, thinking about the title, what it, may, what, what it seems to mean, the cover art. I feel like this is some sort of just, it's like streams of consciousness, autobiographical, Maybe a bit like confessional if we're talking, if you know, things Mm. uh, the title implies the truth. Um, It's just, it's pretty dreamy and breezy. Anecdotal as well. There's there's little stories throughout. Yeah. And I don't think this was a project that they like sat in the studio and just made in one go. I feel like it's songs that they've made along the way because they've been collaborating for a while. Because there's certain, we'll we'll get into it more, but there's certain topics that were like, things that Earl was touching upon that happened a little while ago. The voice is a bit different on some of the tracks. Um, there's no, I know there's skits, but nothing seems to really flow into the next. It's just like a collection of songs over the years. Some rap songs. Some rap songs too, mm. yeah. But I've got um, a question. Is this that album that was hidden on the internet, on YouTube? And I don't think it is, you know. to drop it. I don't think it is. Apparently some people found it and it doesn't sound anything like this. So I don't think it is that album. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> See, I wasn't even sure that was real. I felt like they were just teasing whilst they were like toying with the idea of doing this. But maybe it is real. Maybe there is something out there. But no, I don't, I don't think... Mm, mm, just to create buzz. But no, I don't think it is. Um, I think... Do you know what? I feel... I don't know. I, I think you're doing yourself an injustice. I reckon you are following a little bit what I was saying because I'm picking up a, quite a bit of stuff I feel like he's way more I'm not going to say happy but content now and reflective and there's just this there's almost like this sort of positive 
uplifting vibe to this, especially in what he's saying. I know a lot of, I know his, deli- well, yeah, if you like really listen to what he's saying, I know the delivery maybe comes across a different way. Some of the beats are a little bit more melancholy, but if you actually listen to what he's speaking upon, um, I think he's in a better place, certainly than he was with some rap songs and Feet of Clay. Well, like some of these bars <laughs> oh, are like mixtape braggadocious, like rap bars, aren't they? You're just having fun. Yeah. But then there's there's a lot of, there's a lot of references back to old song titles and and the albums as well. Um, off the top of my head, I can't recall them. I'd have to like look them up again whilst like one Sorry, of you guys are talking. I but that. I mean, there's the, the what what I mean by the whole the reflective and I guess it's a healthier outlook. That's probably the best way to put it: healthier outlook than where he was a few years ago. So one of uh, one of the standouts for me, 27 Braids. I don't know how you lot feel about that track. Oh, that's my favourite track of the album, man. That, that is just yeah, it's, amazing. It's, yeah, it's really good, right? But he says, there's these lines here where he says, um, I'm going through changes that I couldn't fathom, but growing pains lead to understanding. I'm no passenger on a plane, precious cargo in a cabin. My whole take on baggage just ain't the same. To me, that is just... It's wise, just, isn't like, it? Mm. Yeah, what we were so, yeah, about wise, that's the yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, a lot of wisdom, and where I felt that, um, if you if you look at I don't like shit, I don't go. What was it? I don't like shit. I don't go outside or something like that. Yeah. Um, that was a that was a gloomy album, and he was dealing with grief, as the you know the title suggested on you know, one of the tracks on that album. Um, but there was there was still the, there was clarity there. It was polished in comparison to what follows like some rap songs was like he was in the eye of the storm and that storm being depression and grief and trauma and all that um because that was a very raw album i mean feet of clay was just like the depths of the abyss i mean i i I don't even go back to that one it's so hard to listen to i feel like he's kind of come out of that storm now and he's in a place between where he was in the early part of his career and then that sort of muddled middle phase that raw um almost incomprehensible phase where now we're getting like Kieran said these wise takes on on his but past I think yeah it's not, it isn't just wisdom is it like um, compared to that that Jewel track that you just shared in the group as well he released in June I think so it is mm. it's just sounding like upbeat positive music now yeah that one yeah is it, what's it called again Um, that song Why it's a long title oh shit something about B- Danity Kane is it something like that no what is it? No, I think you're right. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds more playful, that one. It sounds like a... Um, oh, I've got, I need to find it now. Someone talk whilst I found the, find the name of the single. No one's going to talk, but I'll just say some shit either way. Yeah, I don't know. Earl, Earl seems like he's in a better place right now, but I don't think he's ever been in a good place in his whole kind of career. Like, Six sounded like he was happy, but there were some moments where he dipped up and down. And I'd arguably say this is his first album where he's like comfortable rapping. Like I don't feel like there's there's any point where he feels like he's stretching himself or saying something crazy. If you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I said breezy. It's um, he's not. I wouldn't say like there's there's not like a, to me a big standout on here. Like we're sick. There were some real standout moments. Or like if you again, if you think about that we talk about the middle part of his career with some rap songs, Feet of Clay, where he's really pushing the boundaries and 
and getting out of a, a comfort zone, whether it's intentional or not. With this one, it feels kind of calm. I feels... think that's because of the beats, though. None of the beats yeah, push to you that. to go there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. loungy. Yeah, yeah it's, mm. all ste- it's all steady, vibey music is what is create that picture. So it, he's not going to really stretch the boundaries, is it? He's just he's sort of like in a nice sort of rhythm, like almost like just, I don't know, like you're floating and riding the waves. You could be on like a... I can't even think of the thing I was trying to say, but anyway, you're just floating across the waves. It's not gonna. He's not gonna want to stretch on something like the, on some of the beats that mm-hmm. are on this album. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I can't remember if Kieran did, but Sam, Phil, you said you weren't really like sure about what Earl was talking about. I take it you didn't really. I'm not sure if this is actually the case, but Mac Juice. I felt like oh, there Juice was maybe some lines awesome. about Mac Miller on there. I don't know if anyone picked up on those. Oh, see, I didn't pick that up. This is what I mean. Like uh, Mac Juice, so I, I like that track. Is it, is it, that that's another standout for me? But I didn't realize there was lines in regards to Matt Miller. So that's that's gone over my head. I won't lie. Well, it's it, yeah, like we said earlier on, it's it's kind of stream of consciousness esque. Like he fo- sort of floats between different topics throughout each song, really. But there's it's the lines where he says. Um, don't be shocked. I couldn't save you from your faults or what the fame do from the sharks and what their fangs do or from your heart and what the pain do. And I just, yeah, just like with the title having Mac in it, mm. we know that Earl and Mac had a, a good relationship. I just wondered whether, whether there was a connection there. He says something towards the end, I think as well. Um, yeah. And there was, and there's the, I think the final track, there might be, I know certainly the end sounds like it is a bit of a tribute to um, Draco, the ruler who was um, murdered a few years ago, I think now, or a couple of years ago. Um, so that's what I mean. I feel like these songs are, again, they, it wasn't like they sat down during a short period of time and made this. I feel like it's just from different points in, in Earl's over the last few years, basically, the last sort of maybe. I, I, think, I think you're 100% right on that. But I also feel like Earl's got better at writing and possibly he might have sat down freestyled because i don't know if he writes writes or freestyles but sat down freestyled some stuff then came back and be like oh actually i quite like that let me go and refine it because he packed everything so densely like that's what i mean i don't get what he's talking about like yeah the title had mac in it but it's like did i think that was i thinking oh this song's called mac whatever no i'm mm. not even looking at the track list until later on so I, i'm not thinking like oh okay i should listen out for some bits that are going to be about potentially mac miller do you know what i mean and he doesn't ever really say the title of a song in the song for me to ever pick up on what what he could be talking about. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I think it was um when was it? Was it the I think it was the other day where it just hit me. But but because I'm because of the the platform that this that this is on, it's not as easy to kind of check what track it is. In fact, can we quickly talk about that? Let's talk about it because this so, thing, honestly, just yeah. going to be. I want to. I want to ask you all about like just artists dropping projects on on different platforms, you know, other than the the main, uh, you know, the big players. But my experience with Gal has not been great with this album. The amount of times it cuts out, and then I look to Honestly. try and like play from where I was, and it will start it again. And, mm. It's not the been a very closing um, as well. Like, honestly, it's just mm, killing the vibes. It's, <laughs> it's infuriating. I tell you, you're you're vibing. You're in the middle of a track, and this thing just cuts off. And I get mad vexed. I've got the headphones on. I'm just trying to do what I need to do and wash washing the dishes or what. I'm just vibing, and this thing cuts <laughs> off, and I'm like screw facing, thinking, "What that? 
what the hell is going on? I go back to this phone and I was listening to Mac Deuce and I play it again. Five seconds later, cuts out again. Felt like dashing the phone, honestly. Mm. It's just no, I know you mad annoying. Like dry said, your hands and try color. and start it. So it yeah, happened to us all precisely. at the same time then? Because that's the only reason why I know about that song is because I was like, why is it cutting off? Do you know what I mean? That's what I was moving like. Mm. Yeah, it's not been a very user-friendly experience, this one. Oh, no, it's been bloody annoying. Mm. Stick to bingo. And I don't think it has, do but I wonder music. if it's affected like the listening experience for people and maybe, I don't know, like, I'm not sure what the the sort of mass responses to this, how it's being received and that, but... I don't want to be, be like all negative, though. though. I it's feel like the, the, thing, though. the visuals look nice on it. Oh, the, the visuals are hard, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all yeah. move as well. Mm. It's, it's mm-hmm. quite smart. But the, yeah, the platforms right. are crypto things. I think they get paid more. You can get paid to listen to it. I don't really know exactly how it works. but it's, Yeah, it sounds like a... It, the thing is, I, I, I keep reading it, and I think, oh, that sounds kind of cool, but I don't know if I'm invested enough to even, like want to work out what's going on to do something i, I haven't it. bothered but I, I i really know about the the blockchain the gala blockchain and all that kind of stuff i don't want to get too much into this on the podcast but yeah so i was like oh okay i didn't know they had a music thing but it, yeah it's not the best it's it's really not the best it's not what they're focused on but how do you all feel about this anyway like artists dropping on platforms other than the likes of spotify or apple or anything like that i'm sorry i'm killing the culture but i'm just saying drop on spotify or don't drop at all bro <laughs> oh same <laughs> uh, uh, but the, at the same time i'm like i'm like they need to do what's best for them so i i, I feel mm-hmm. that but for me personally no please just drop it on spotify it just actually annoys the life at me i just want to hear it all on one platform but i understand if they need to do what they need to do you go and do it but yeah the thing is like with um what was it? Black Black Stars album from last year. I don't mind that that was just on Luminary. I don't I don't know why, but it just it feels like that's where that album lives and it's got space there and it's like respected in a way. Like if I do want to go for it, I'll go for it. But it was easy to use as well. Though. Yeah, 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 yeah same. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But there's been times where I'm like, oh, I wish I, I want this to just drop on Spotify just to make it easier. Every day but, I'm searching um, on Spotify to check if it's there. And I'm like, right, okay, it's not. <laughs> like, that, that made me delay listening to it, you know, because I was like, what the fuck is this gala music thing? I was like, oh, I guess I have to listen to it on there. Listen to it on there. I was like, this thing is annoying. And then <laughs> every day since, I'm like, is it on Spotify? Is it on Spotify? And all that's on there is the Trust fucking me, mic track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, though, if they're, getting, if they're getting more money and they're being given more artistic freedom, like, for instance, they wouldn't have been able to do these individual cover arts on spotify animated um, ones as well what so animated as well oh yeah animated and all that so um i I'm, I'm all for it i just um hopefully gala as a platform gets easier to use um and just less jarring man. what you gonna you moved over to gala you like jay-z back in whatever day everyone moved to title no 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 <laughs> i just mean i just mean for their sake as well like if other artists want to do stuff like this then they've got to they've got to improve the service right they've got to improve the the user experience because i'm with theo man there's been times like even this morning when i'm trying to listen to it again to prepare for the album i'm just about to start a set in the gym and then flipping song cuts out but i've got to finish my set and you know, it's just like i know it's, it's not a long mean, time it's but it's just like, things like that it's just a bit annoying it's so um, annoying because it just puts you in a bad mood and you don't want that when you're trying to listen uh, to an album because there's nothing worse than your inner vibe. You're like you're listening to the track, you're like, yeah, and then it just cuts. There is nothing worse than that. I know it just puts mm-hmm. me in a bad mood, man. Screw face alert. Yeah. It's like when you're at a party and someone just presses pause. Oh, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. 
speaker breaks or something. But we we touched upon it earlier. Um, I think Sam maybe mentioned the flow. Um, at this point, like Earl's got to have one of the most distinctive and iconic flows and voices, right? Like the the impact and the influence. Mm. Is, is he's, he's, I feel like he's imitated so much as well, though. Like, yes, from Mike yeah, yeah. especially. But Mike is good as he is. Mm. But I feel like even just the feature, like I swear that's a flow that Earl's used before. Mm, mm. I think that um, I think it's a bit of both. I feel like Earl maybe discovered Mike and that whole crew, and is kind of his style's ad- adapted a little bit from being around mm, them. But you can, but you can sense. hear his. I mean, his present sound but also his earlier sound in the likes of mike and marvi and you know that whole scene of, of rappers but um mike's definitely the standout of that of that generation but um how do we feel about his feature on here i don't like it oh, do you i don't not? like it it feels <laughs> like I'm, I'm glad it comes out of like it's on the album early because it took me out of the album when i first heard it like, you said I, something though when, when, on WhatsApp. You said something about his verse that was it made me laugh out loud. But oh, I, really, I don't remember what I said. said I, I, I can remember, but you said the skit at the end is more on beat than Mike's verse. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But that's actually no, ridiculous, no. man, because exactly. he's actually catching such a good pocket no, with his rhymes. <laughs> was he? I don't. I think he almost sounds like a different song. He's like he's rapping so different on it. But like flow wise, that it sounds like a different. I love beat it. Man. They it's turned the beat off five mic. minutes before he got in the studio and just said, "Guess like that." <laughs> <laughs> that man's not rapping on the beat. <laughs> I don't know what you lot are talking about. I'm, I remember what yeah. I said. Now that's what I was trying to say. What I was saying because I'm trying to be more nice now. I was saying like, "Oh, that song takes me out." I'm glad it gets out of the way early. But yeah, now now you reminded me. That's that <laughs> that flow is rubbish. That's funny. Oh, um. No, I, do you know what? I, I, I'm with Kieran. I, I quite like it, but I get it. I get it. When I first heard it, I was like, what is going on here? Has there been a beat switch? It was just completely different. But <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with it now. It's not his best first this year, or his best feature, sorry. That that one on Blessings, you know, that Alchemist EP? That mm. verse is crazy. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that, that verse So you're, you're trying to tell me this is the pinnacle of rap. Like, this is what everyone should aspire oh, to do, is rap it, four I'll seconds before the why beat are we, Why are we dissing it like that? Wait, I'm what? asking the no. questions. <laughs> No one said that. <laughs> oh, I actually think much, it's quite man. good, says everybody. I don't think it is. So tell me why it is good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kieran, do you want to go? I actually can't. Bro, you need to just listen to the rhyme scheme, the way he's catching the pockets with that, like, A rhyme. It's nah, nice. man, he ain't got no pockets. He's in a straight lycra, lycra oh. swimsuit. There's no pockets. On it's unnecessary. I don't know what that means. That was a bar, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's like I said, I I I quite like it. I get it why you don't. Um, not his best feature this year, and that new single he's just dropped. I can't remember what the song's called. That's really good as well. Yeah. Really, really good. Mike's great. Um, yeah, I said it earlier. There's as much as I like this project. And I like the production. We haven't really spoke about the production. Um, there's, just, there's just nothing that really stands out. It's like, if if it weren't for Gala, it would just be one nice 25-minute, 30-minute listen, whatever it is. Um, some, like, breezy, dream-like ride. Um, but nothing's like, wow. Like, you know when you heard, um, what was the song, the, one of the singles of the last album? Was it Tabula Rasa with Arm and Hammer on? But that's mm. the beat as well, though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think the beat hasn't pushed Earl to do anything, or the beat, mm. sorry, haven't pushed Earl to do anything like those songs like Visions and Tabula Rasa and all that kind of stuff. So is that, would we say that's a 
is this a, a dud from the alchemist then are we saying or is it just the vibe is it just the, the chill vibe? No, you know i think the beats are good i was gonna they say i want to go back to the class yeah, I was gonna say I want to go back to Earl and his flow. Like you're saying, that like, Earl's flow is unique and stuff. Earl actually becomes a, like a stronger and better version of himself in this comfortable space that Alchemist has created, as opposed to some rap songs where he's doing all this weird experimental shit and he doesn't know what he's doing. You know, he's all over the place. So Earl's getting better on this, and I think Alchemist is better, but he kind of just as a more conscious producer, he's not always trying to make the craziest mm-hmm. beat to get okay. the maddest out of an artist, mm-hmm. even though he yeah. probably could have. I don't think he was like in those sessions like, oh yeah, I want to push Earl. I want to get the best yeah, out yeah. of him. He's like, let me get him to trust me with this project. And next project I'll, <laughs> I'll start, do you know what I mean? Mm. Trying to, it makes me think of the, the Larry June project. Cause I feel like that's possibly Alchemist's best produced album that I've heard. And I think it's kind of, well, I think it's, I definitely think Whoa. it's one of his best. I uh, think that's arguable for sure. Cause it, like those, those beats are so nice and so varied and it makes me listen to the album. Like I'm a fan of Larry June, but I, I, I sure as hell I'm not, but like, oh I kind of feel like I am when I'm listening to, to it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it to come out rude, but you know what oh, I mean? Like this whole year I've been like, why am I going <laughs> to listen to a Larry June album? But <laughs> What's wrong with Larry June? I get what Kieran's saying. No, I get what what you mean, Kieran. I'm not not even trying to be rude. (laughs) No, 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 I know what you mean. We know Alchemist does this, and I'm sure we'll talk about it more when we get into into his um, legacy in more depth, but he elevates artists. Like, look at Boldy James, man. No disrespect to Boldy, but his career since doing that Price of Tea in China album has just gone to the next level. Yeah, exactly. And he's dropping so much music and it's just like, like just hit after hit. I don't mean obviously in the commercial sense. I just mean he's just tapped into a different, a different level that I think Alchemist brought out of him. But um, yeah, I get what you mean. I think the same happened with Larry June. I've never really paid much attention to his career, really. You know, I know the odd verse feature here and there and whatnot, but... Have Never you actually really heard his name though before? Yes, yeah, no, I had. Yeah. I had. You've heard but it? Okay, you, yeah. No, you both are right. I think I'm. I'm just like um, aching you both on. You are right because you, you're not ever going to go to a Larry June album. Uh, Alchemist elevated that album massively. Like I am now though. Even, I am know, now. That's the thing because yeah. Larry June actually holds his weight on that though. That's the thing. It's like he listened to the beats and thought, "Oh yeah, I can't." I have to raise my game mm. on something like this. And that's like you said, Sean, that's, that's what the alchemist does. So you are. So when Larry yeah, June drops yeah. again, you'll be interested to hear what he's got. Cause Larry June's apparently got a project coming with Cardo. Cause he's, he's already like, I think they collaborate quite often anyway, or like he's, he's been on a few of Cardo's beats, but they've got a full project coming. So I want to hear that man. Um, okay. Should we, anything else to say about the album or should we get into favorite track score and then move on to uncle Al? I like the fact that I was sticking to his form though with the shortness of the album. Like mm, you, you don't so need well to do too true. much. Just make it ten tracks ish. He's one of those guys, he one. doesn't need to make a full song as well. Like he can just drop a verse and leave it. <laughs> it it yeah, sounds no need, so complete. No need for choruses, all that kind of stuff. Like I'm it's glad amazing. he's sticking to what works for him because a lot of people Especially, I don't know if Earl's actually signed to a record label like that, like that, but they'll be like, where's the hook? Where's the song people can dance to? Where's this? Where's that? And he's just like, now, fuck you. <laughs> One yeah. decent verse and I'm out. Well, that, Vin, <laughs> that Vin Scully uh, hook's quite cool. I like that mm. one. That's got a nice little hook to it. But no, I agree with you. I think Earl says so much within his um, verses that 
he doesn't need to drop anything more than like a two minute song or some of these I think are even less than that but um, at the same time as well with this style this kind of free flowing you know stream of consciousness style it can I reckon that can get a little bit if say these were like three four minute songs and there was 15 of them I feel like it would weigh, de- weigh you down and you wouldn't be you'd have no chance of following but um, like MF Doom managed to pull off songs like that he did but I feel like and this is why I speak so highly of Billy Woods and that album that came out this year Maps because the I feel like with what Doom and what Billy Woods do is yes they have that style but then there's like if you think about Mad Villainy there is a concept there and the skits all work within that so even if Doom's going off and talking about some randomness it comes back to whatever the 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 concept is within Mm. that track and then that will lead into the next so there is like there's something there that's keeping it together whereas with this it just feels like this happened on that day. I'm going to rap about that. But, oh, I'm thinking about this because that's just reminding me of that. And, and, and do you know what I mean? It's kind of like mm. all over the place in the nicest way possible. Um, yeah. And I think Earl's capable of that as well. I feel like Earl could do a concept album with this style. But there just there would have to be a bit more structure, I think. But, um, yeah, if he's going to do this, then keep keep him coming with, with this conciseness. Cause, I, I also um, think Earl needs to have like some kind of, not like a traumatic life-changing event, but a life-changing event before we get <laughs> the new version of Earl. So like hasn't having a child that? or something like that. <laughs> no, man, like something that changes That's him as a mushrooms. person. Like he's just been living, like ever since he got out of wherever he got out of, he's just been like smoking weed and growing his dreads. Like that's all he's nah. been doing. <laughs> he's talking about the kid. He's got a kid. He's yeah, talking he's about kid. Yeah, yeah, it's on the album. Um, Twenty Seven Braids. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he said yeah, something yeah, about yeah. the pattern. No, but then <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> everything. He touches on it on Twenty Seven Braids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, because he touches on Twenty Seven Braids and then goes on on Matt. Um, now I was about to say Matt Comey like an idiot, but anyway, it's what is it called? <laughs> yeah, it's Matt the heat. The heat dehydrated my brain, man. All I'm saying is, yeah, Earl Earl's gonna get to where he's gonna get to when he has something happen to him that's worth talking about. I guess he said, "She said I got a son on the way. Made my bed, so that's where I'm a lay." That's what he said. Yeah, that's one um, line. That's not a whole no, no, song. No. This is the problem with the guy. <laughs> no, no, Half a got, line for anything. He says he's a lot. saying cool stuff on that new he's single though. That that drill one. I don't I don't know what he's talking about, but it sounds different. Oh, that's called Making the Band, by the way. But it says Danny E. Kane in brackets, so I did remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think Earl needs to go through any more, man. Didn't he lose his, like, his dad and his uncle and his grandma? I just want, and, more, like, I want deep wisdom, you know. I want him to tell me some stuff like I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more wisdom. More of this. More of this. Um, okay, favourite tracks. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. 27 Braids, mm-hmm. Mac, um, Juices, and... Uh, Oh, uh, and is it Jeb? I can't remember. Now. Yes, Jeb. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Kieran? Um, Mac, Juice, Sirius Black, and Dead Zone. That's the one with the piano, right? Yeah, yeah. That one just mm. always gets me. The flow's so good as well. I'm my own thing, clearly, because for me, it is. All the small things. Actually, wait, where's my little yes. list done? Sam, you're on Sentry, isn't it? No, no, no. <laughs> all, <laughs> all the small things, My Brother the Wind and Mac Deuce. That's mine. Okay. I, I'm surprised wow. no one's with me on those. Uh, well, Mac you know, say all the small, all the small yeah. things, I can't help but think blink in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, I've got... Um, 
I've got Jeb. Jeb's my favourite. Jeb takes me to that. That's like wow. In fact, Alchemist is kind of in his Jay Diller bag with that one. I think would that be? But um, twenty-seven braids and all the small things. That's my three. I also want to shout out Vince Scully as well because that that was the first song. I know it's only like a couple of songs, but I was like, oh, this yeah, is sounding nice. Oh, it's hard. I love yeah. it. Um, okay, scores, Theo. Oh, wow. God. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to... Yeah, no, I like it. But like you said, there's no standout track. So I'm just uh, going in at a 7.8. Okay. okay. Kieran? My God, man. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's... I feel like this is... Your, no, like your least no, favorite part no, of any episode is no, like the no, score. No, exactly. Your score, like, mine was 9.1. I don't know, what, I don't know wow. what's going on. No, I like it. I like it. It's confirming my thoughts. It's confirming my thoughts. All sweatshirts are high level, man. You can't be giving him less than like 4.5. What did, what's the, what did Theo say again? Sorry, 7.3. See, Theo nah, said some rubbish. Like, like, I can't lie. Man. <laughs> you know this album is a good experience. How are you going to give it that? Yeah, you said 9.1. It's decent. You said 9.1, though. It's got... A... <clears throat> no, I stand, by, I stand by my rating, to be honest with you. Yeah, you it's, like, it's almost. You, you can raise that up to an 8, and it's and it's a good, good, solid project. And it is good, but I, I can't give it a 9. I'm sorry. That's what Pitchfork's saying. Pitchfork is say a nine. You're following Pitchfork. I'm just comparing you to them now. Really? <laughs> Pitchfork gave it a nine. Oh, no, no. Pitchfork gave it a 7.8. This is the second time Theo's been matching with Pitchfork. Whoa. Theo's music is different. Yeah. He said he stopped reading it a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I don't Wait, read Sam, what's your score? Huh? What's your score? My score? Mm. I'm coming in at a calm 8.5. Wow. The same level as sick. Well, I think, or what I rated, I think I rated sick about 8.5, 8 point whatever. Hmm. But yeah, no, I think it's a great album. But I think the real problem is for me to get to that nine mark, I have to have something that's impressive. And Earl by himself is impressive, yes. Alchemist by himself is impressive. So I thought when they came together, it was going to blow my mind. It didn't, hmm. but I was very happy with what I received. So hmm. yeah, and it would have been at 8.7. But the gala thing made the experience worse. So I just <laughs> <laughs> two cents for that one. Um, yeah, I'm I'm closer to fear. I've got an eight, but in my in my my um system, eight is great. Like anything that's around that I mean. eight mark. That's is what a great I'm saying. Album. That's why I don't um, know why we're moving. We're no, moving. You've different. got a different system to Sean. <laughs> I can't no, no. What do you mean different system to Sean? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> hear me out. Seven is good. When you get into the eights, you can round it up to an eight. That is a great. That's a great album. Yeah, like a nine yeah, has to. Nine has to be. If you're in the nine level, I have to be like, I don't so know, gassed and mesmer. Yeah, it, it's got to like get me off my chair and just like send me off to overdrive Touch and i can't say that, that, that headphones across the room yeah like, yeah and i can't I, I can't feel i can't say that this album did that not that it's a bad album it's not a bad album at all it just didn't do that for me so i have to rate it like, like that i feel you i feel you because that's that's what i was thinking but when i got to the 8.5 number i was actually quite happy with that number if that makes sense i was mm. like yeah this is edging closer to something where yeah. you'll look back and go actually this is a really good project mm. 
Mm. But I think that, you know, the times we're in right now, because there's no hit song, there's no song to bounce around to or go mad to. People are like, ah, it's all right. And I'm like, nah, this is actually really good. And I haven't even digested it yet. Like, we're breaking our own rules exactly, here. Like, I feel exactly. like I, I could have well, sat with this thing. for another six weeks before I spoke when we about get to it. The end of, when we get to the end of um, awards, you might feel me, uh, I might be saying, nah, this album's like an 8.9 going uh, across a 9. I feel like I haven't sat with it long enough, but that's Gala's problem. Do you know why my it puts me in a bad it puts me in a bad mood? I'm telling you, when it comes out on spot if it comes out on Spotify and I can just properly listen, you might feel that I've got a higher rating. I think that's probably yeah, part of well, how Sam's it feels. Well, Sam's would be higher so if it was on Spotify. So. Yeah, I was going to say, give Sam a couple of weeks and you actually pick up on a bar. How can you say El needs to have a kid when he's like, <laughs> leave me alone, leave me alone, don't talk down on my name, man. I want to fuck oh, up, man. This one, I haven't enjoyed an album as much as this album. Oh, yeah, that's why my rating's so high. That's, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. That's I actually really, fact. really like this album. Mm. Makes wow. Makes good. Hang on. In More than... Oh, no, you said what you said. I, I enjoy it. I, I, de- I enjoy it. I knew like, what you were going to say, Sean, because he's rated one higher. But... <laughs> oh, has he? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he has. He has. So I'm just, oh, I'm sh- just calling what that out. What was it? Was it, it, was it, it the WhatsApp group is not... Back up what you're saying. Oh not no! Oh no! Why so when you're saying hands? it's the highest rated album, and I'm thinking, no, you've rated something higher than that. <laughs> <Much> <laughs> higher, so. the group. Oh, are you yeah. talking about Magic Two, Theo? <laughs> yeah, of course I'm talking about Magic Two. Uh, Magic Two was a mess. Like Sean wasn't there. We just leave. <laughs> so we all gave that a ten and left it. <laughs> <laughs> that was different. Oh, yeah, the gas was crazy on that one. The gas was okay, real. That undefeated. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's talk about someone that we, I mean, we mention often, but I don't think we've really spoken about in length before. The legend that is the Alchemist. So, the Alchemist has been doing it now for twenty five plus years, but hasn't always sounded like he does in, or has in recent years, nor had this kind of impact that he's having on the culture. Um, I don't know how much we've all like listened to or just like are familiar with his discography, but have we all got like a moment or a period in time when we kind of noticed the shift in his in his sound and, and maybe other aspects to his career? Five hundred dollar ounces. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> are you like on a personal level, like you mean that's the one that hit for you? That's when I realised Alchemist was actually worth my time. Oh, wow. What? What? <laughs> I can understand what he's saying. Though, you know, <laughs> no, that beat questions. is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the beat is crazy. But... Theo? Uh, <laughs> moving on. No, I, it, it was round, It was around the Griselda scene. Maybe um, something from uh, Lulu. Like, you know, Conway's Lulu. Like, that's when... Um... Ooh, well, that's before Sam's. That's crazy. Yeah, or even something even before that. Mm. I, it was the Griselda period that I was like, uh, obviously, Alchemist, like, he's been doing it for so long, but that change was, yeah, that Griselda scene, I was like, oh, okay, this is this is something, like, stand out different. And he was just getting into his bag then. It was just, like, just... Not that he mm. wasn't in his bag, but there was there was a certain shift and there was a certain difference that right, was right, clear. Right. Okay. Damn, okay. Uh, Kieran? If this is the thing, like... I feel like I didn't realise there was a new era. I don't even know if I knew Alchemist like that well. I only knew like one beat. 
think like Book of Rhymes or something like back in the day. And then like I think I swear I listened to Currency's project with Alchemist. I can't remember what it's called though. Currency Coop or what? Rings a bell. I'm trying to think which one because they've had a. It's that grey one. It's, I think it's their first. Covert Coop. Covert Coop. So I, I listen. Yeah, I listened to that, and I guess I didn't really register Alchemist, but I definitely thought the production was amazing on that. Wow. But like, like Theo said, it was it was the Lulu where his name was like, oh yeah, now he's making full projects and this whole Griselda movement as well. It sounds like he's coordinating the sound. I, I guess he didn't really. I think it's more like a Derringer thing, but he's definitely one of the main players in that Griselda mm. movement. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all similar, really. Real time for me was um, like 2018, 2019 times when, yeah, that Griselda sound and those artists were really starting to make waves and um, things like Tanner Talk Free when, uh, you know, Al was on there with things like Rubber Bands and Weight and the West Side Gum Projects and, um, and then I, I think it was definitely 2020. Uh, like you mentioned Lulu, you mentioned $500 ounces off of Pray for Paris. It was definitely from then on where it was just undeniable now. Like the, the alchemist has just tapped in on, into a different realm of, of levels. But um, retrospectively, kind of like doing a bit of a bit of research and going over the, the discography, um, I think it was the turn of last decade, like, around the sort of like coming towards the end of the, the 2000s and then at the beginning of of the 2010s. Um, and I want to give a bit of credit to someone else who deserves way more recognition, which is um, Rock Marciano. I think that the kind of the launch of his solo career, his debut album, Marsberg, and um, just the, the, the music that he was producing and rapping on had that very minimalist sound. And I think a lot of there are a lot of underground rappers in that space that were influenced by that. And I think that it did coincide with a, a change in Alchemist sound too. And I'd love to know what how much. I mean, you know, we know they've worked together several times. That, that they had an album out last year, The Elephant Man's Bones. I'd, I'd love to know how much Rock Marcy had an impact on Alchemist because it's at the bare minimum coincidental that there was this shift around that time. Um, and by the shift, I mean, have you listened to much of his early productions? I'm talking like mid to late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, he he always had something going on. I ain't going to lie. Like Alchemist is a great producer and he's always been a great producer in my eyes. But you're talking about a turning point to where I saw him as like how I see him now. Right, and right. It was like $500 ounces. It was a lot less of this whole, you know, getting one bit of the sample and looping that up on top of this and mm. on top of that. And now mm, it's more yeah, like yeah. he's picking great samples great sections of the samples and flip it in a way that no one else would have flipped it. And composing mm-hmm. the beats differently too. He's not doing yeah. like that primo boom bap like he used to. Yeah. He's yeah. different now. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You say primo. Definitely. I, when I listen to those early beats, like with the likes of mob deep and um, uh, who else dilated people. Oh yeah. Arguably his biggest, um, his biggest classic is that dilated people's one. Uh, worst comes to worst. Yeah. Yeah. But like it, Sounds like a primo beat straight it does, up. It does, yeah. And even as you go into the 2000s, you see him start to use the kind of pitched up soul samples, a bit like, you know, Kanye West, who kind of pioneered the whole chipmunk soul sound and Just Blaze was was doing things like that as well. There's that, um, the Jadakiss song. Whoa, what's that called? The one with Styles P. Um, oh, what's it called? Um, oh, We're Gonna Make It. Um, that to me sounds quite similar to what, 
Just Blaze was doing at that time. And that's no disrespect to Al because he was a good producer from from the off. But you could, he was wearing his influences on his sleeve, or he was trying to, I guess, um, emulate the sound. He was, he was following point. trends at that mm. time. But I think I think um, an important thing was that maybe set the tone for the for his career to follow, and what maybe sparks an idea in his mind was when he did the 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 joint project with Prodigy, I think in 2007, they did a project together. It's the one that's got um, Stuck On You on that song. Um, that seemed to be a formula that he, I, it, I might be wrong, but it felt like it was the first time he'd done that where he just worked with one artist. And then from then on, it's become his thing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Another one was the work with Ono. Oh um, you know, they've got the, they've got a duo called Gangrene. I think it was sort of 2010, they dropped their first project. Another one where you go, oh, this is different. But you know what the the, the I thought you project were saying Action I, Bronson. You ever said Action Bronson once? Yeah, he's got. Well, no, but this, I'm getting there. I'm getting there because you know there was rare chandeliers in 2012 with Action, which was, you know, this is where it's really starting to kick off. But the project, I love where, that as well. the first project I listened to, like when, I, like I said, when I was going back doing the research, when I was like, oh, this sounds like I can hear the Alchemist now, and this was his Russian Roulette project, where like something that Al does so so well were transitions. And when you listen to that project, the way each track flows into the next, it is in, it's incredible, man. And there's still you can still hear influences in there. Like I hear a fair bit of Dilla, but I'm starting to, like I say, the working with other artists and then doing his own, you know, product uh, his own projects as well. Um, that's where there's the it's the kind of the beginning of what we hear now, what he's so famous for that Alchemist sound that you can't really, I can't really describe it. You just you know like. That's when you know a producer's reached that next level is when you you know it's them, but you can't like explain it. Like you can't re- you can't really sum it down into like one thing. Um, it's like it's the level he the level he's using samples is not like how other people use it. Like Hit Boy is a great sample user, but he doesn't use samples the way Alchemist does. Yeah, and there's no gimmick to it as well. Like you said, when he had the gimmick of the the chip tune kind of pitched up soul sample that kind of stuff now he's not doing that anymore he's mm. just he's get he's obviously a sample based producer i doubt we'll ever find a time where alchemist is there programming a whole beat like that he's a boom bap kind of sample npc mm. type guy but yeah the way he flips stuff is is different yeah yeah um and the other difference i noticed around that time is that in the that f- sort of first half of his career he's working with a lot of established names who were mainstream but just they're not like superstars they're just either they've 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 had a prime and they're not really in that now or they're just like on the cusp of reaching that superstardom phase you know i'm talking about people like nas like jada kiss and styles p and um you know the list goes on you get the odd song where it's on a it's with a huge artist or on a huge album like i think he did he do the intro to one of snoop's albums like big albums i think and and then he's um he did the beat for um is it you got nothing on me on the Carter Three is that what it's called that song mm-hmm. um, I, I didn't even realize that was Alchemist until you shared it, it sounds like, nothing oh, like the Alchemist it's <laughs> a weird Alchemist beat though I feel like that mm. that might be a dud in his career I can't lie it, but again that's that example of maybe trying to make a beat of the time because it sounds very two thousand and eight but mm. yeah you wouldn't be able to tell but then again that turn of the decade as we enter the twenty tens I feel like he started to work with either the newer general like the new generations or just underground artists in general um and even like no names though so like that gangrene project it's like who i've never heard of that person before or after but oh oh no Um, yeah but it's like i feel like he actually this is the thing he works best with his friends like 
he started working more with Prodigy as well. And it was mm. like, it felt more himself as yeah. opposed to trying to meet what the other person wanted. I think I actually heard him say that in an interview that for him, it's like, it's about being friends first and then doing a project. Um, and I think that, you know, that's a good way of approaching it really. Maybe not for everyone, but certainly certainly it works for his projects, um, his collaboration, sorry. So he's friends um, with all these gangsters. That's so crazy. <laughs> Man, especially when you look at his background, I swear he's, I think he grew up in Bel Air and um, was friends with James Kahn's son, you know, the actor. Mm. Um, and they had like, I think a rap duo way back and um, got an album shelved and all that. But he's just like, not from that life at all, but can somehow create these atmospheres that bring the best out of these artists and avant gangster i, I just love that avant gangster yeah it's, it's such an alchemist genre so. <laughs> and i've never heard anyone say he's like of culture vulture or any like never he's never never gets like mac miller i've never heard a bad word about his him being a white guy in that space and mm. ever um is that yeah, jewish or something i think he's he from is, a yeah. jewish yeah. background right yeah yeah, yeah yeah jewish as well yeah um but yeah, it's the 2010 onwards where we see this sort of him really finding and carving out that sound. I mean, we you get some weird beats in that time as well, like White Lines with Danny Brown. Like it's just. But that's the that's the thing. Those I feel like the weird beats are actually alchemists, like iconic thing that no one else can copy because everyone can do these kind of like soul based sampley type stuff and whatnot. But he just the way he layers to make you feel weird, I can't, mm. like like a vibe strange vibe yeah yeah um but then around the same time you get or like within the space of a year he's doing the fear beat for kendrick and not long before that you've got break the bank and red dot music it's just it's so varied there's that israeli salad project as well sam i I swear you like that project from yeah i did yeah i did like i said alchemist has been on I don't know. I don't know if it's a run, but he's definitely been on something, right? He's been on like a good trajectory of making music. What that might translate into in the future or in the like grander kind of vision of his career, I don't know. But so far, he's doing fantastic in my eyes. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what's he's interesting got no, though? He's, got, he's not got oh, many sorry, duds. Go I have yet to hear a beat of his that I'm like, oh, this is rubbish. But he's. So, I feel like he's improved for the big artists he collabs with. So like the Kendrick beat, Fear, it's amazing and it feels very Alchemist. The mm-hmm. other one... um, What's the one on Travis Scott's new album? That that beat Lost is forever. So, yeah, like that's like the, the most A-list you can go right now. But it's mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah. like Travis just wanted, it. and then he Travis adds his little basses in as well, and it just it just sounds incredible. It's a really yeah, great yeah, collab. Yeah. And he did We Cry together last year as well. So he's not just mm-hmm. you know the the majority of his music is with underground artists. It is with up and comers and the newer generations, which is probably what keeps him so consistent is you're constantly around hungry people mm. um and that i guess forces you to up your game or you know stay at a certain level but then yeah every now and then you get a, a travis song or a kendrick song it's um it's a phenomenal career really um i mean we've kind of mentioned some of our favorite beats so um was there any was there anything that wasn't mentioned that people want to highlight i know 500 ounces has been said a few times but um, I want to mention Daddy Kane. I feel like that beat is just crazy. It's the, oh, the Rock Marciano one. Elephant Man's Bones. The bass is just disgusting on that. Mm. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, 
Ocean Prime with Boldy. That's a that's serious a, track, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's a beautiful beat. Um, that Larry June project as well, I'm not going to lie. It's just, I just like the whole thing. I think the production is so clean. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. I mean, did you, I don't know if you noticed, they did a little documentary on it, on the making of it. And they they show where they where they recorded the album. It's like I don't know if it's his place or they like rented out a, a you know a condo or something like that. It's like right on the coast. Um, I'm not surprised. Either LA or <laughs> somewhere in California, I think. And it's just it's beautiful, man. And the vibe is just so chill. And um, there's a few people that come through as well. But yeah, they just they just tap into these different different frequencies and produce this music man it makes me think like where was he when he was recording these boldy james albums but like, i don't really want to the think. haram album <laughs> oh, haram. Hey, hey, that uh, uh benny miles that beat is scary man disturbing music. so good um what else i mean alfredo um oh yeah the intro to alfredo is just incredible iconic yeah. Um, another wild beat is is it Brossface Brippler by Westside Gun with it's got the Buster Rhymes mm, yeah. feature on. Basically, Alchemist twenty eighteen onwards is just like it's untouchable. Just, yeah, it's it's insane, absolutely insane. Um, what was I going to ask you all? Oh yeah, um, if you could pick one artist you'd like him to do a collaboration with, whether it's an EP or a full length, who would it be? One artist. Do you want my honest, like my honest thing, or do you want me to say like the one that sounds kind you of? You can cool? give two. You can give. No, two. no. Oh yeah, yeah. You can do two if you want, but yeah. Now I'm curious. I'd like to hear him do stuff with something like Dave or Getz, like a UK Whoa. artist. <laughs> Getz would be sick, you know. I can't do you lie. <laughs> Dave gets or or like some random underground UK rapper just like that I've never heard of before that just likes sample based beats because that that's a different level of hunger there do you know what I mean like especially because mm-hmm. I I think we've got some of the best rappers in the world over here and we just we just don't get to hear them because they don't pop off. Mm. So yeah, Dave, I like that. Oh, I can't Who was the other person you were going to say though? I hear that. That sounds. Oh, the safe option. Yeah. Oh, the safe option would have been someone like Snoop Dogg or you know a classic rapper that's still alive, something like that. Oh, no, no. The, yeah, the first one was better. Because I just can't imagine... I can't imagine... I definitely can't imagine Getz on a on an Alchemist beat. Like, I'm trying to... like Because Getz is quite... He's got that grime flow, it's skippy. But then would the Alchemist change his... He would no, change the his Alchemist style. has that in his bag, though. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. want to hear... Like, mm. I, that's why I said a Dave or a Getz. Because like, Dave has done sample-based beats before. But... What about know. Sims or, or Loyal Kano who's in that hip hop? Loyal Kano would be fire, mm. man. Loyal Kano would be the yeah. one. I Definitely. think that's probably already going to happen now. I'm talking about stuff that probably won't happen. Yeah, yeah. The Dave one's interesting as well. I like that. I like that. How about um? How about you, Kieran? I think I had one, but it changed today because I saw um the trailer that Nas and Hip were probably doing their last collab, and I I feel like. A Nas album with Alchemist would be actually be so crazy because they have good history with their collabs. Mm. And I feel like, but we haven't heard Nas on this new Alchemist. And I feel like it would bring that jazzy aspect of Nas as well and just mm. play around in the soul. It would just, yeah, I think it could be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so as well. How about you, Theo? Well, I've got, uh, I've got a sad one. And then um, 
Oh, yeah. oh, oh no! I need something oh. sad on the board. No. I ain't got nothing sad on the board. Oh, you don't no. even have to say that name because now, you know yeah, because yeah, because that would just be incredible, and you know it would be incredible yeah. if we were to get this alchemist with. You know who I'm talking about. That would just be mm. that. That would just be like a chef's kiss. That would. That's why. Uh, yeah. So that was yeah. one, and then I don't. Yeah. That would be incredible. It literally would, and and you know, There's probably some listeners out there are like, "Who are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah. so uh, no, Mac no, Miller, yeah. Red Dot Music. Come on, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Damn, Red Dot Music you, is, you, a, you is a, know it's the Mac way Miller, Mac's boring on that exactly. track as well. Mm. I'm saying, okay. and, and and it's the way that Mac turned into such an artist. Could you imagine him now with the Alchemist? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It should be absolutely flipping incredible. Be it'd bring out the best like hip hop version of Mac. Yeah, exactly. Sure. It'd be phenomenal. And wasn't Mac working with people like Madlib and um, he also apparently had a project like oh, yeah. in the works with Pharrell? Um, that just makes me yeah. more sad. Flipping. No, no, but the, I think the Madlib's going to try and finish that. Oh, is he? Yeah. Madlib. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was looking a bit gassed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, man, he's gone too soon, man. Madlib. Jeez. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> It's a got a that. ring to it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then I don't know. The other one was kind of boring. I was just gonna say like someone like Jago. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear Jago. No, no one wants to hear that. <laughs> <Jay> Cole, <laughs> I don't like, when we spoke you, about Jago, but Jago is just ruining beats on repeat. Like I'm not. Like, oh, <laughs> no. No. Why, why are we going here? No, no, you can't say no. that. <laughs> No, but Theo's got onto something though. Johnny P's um, caddy is our little. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. I feel yeah. like I heard enough though. I heard enough oh, of that. Oh man, what is? Damn. Honestly, you and Sa- you and Sam are just slating cold these days. Is one you called him J Cole? <laughs> Even like, Sean is as well. You know Sean's on this. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, but not not like not to that extent. Um, just um, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I love Cole. I love Cole. Um, mine is. I, I said this like over a year ago when we spoke about this artist in length and you got to hear me out. Um, I want to hear the alchemist work with Eminem. Let me tell you why. You, you don't even have to prove yourself. Yeah. I think we all agree. We get it. Oh shit. Well, that's what I was waiting for. That's the response <laughs> yeah, I thought but, I was going to No, but it's true because I, I was going to say, um, you know, if the alchemist did, um, got on with Eminem. I'm, I swear he could revive Eminem's career um, and go on a run like what Nas and Hitboy have done. No who, doubt. Who said that his the career way, was dead? Not me. The way I look like, at it... You know what fear means with a revive. Oh, yeah, well, listen, well, the music's not... It's not dead, but it's just, yeah. No, no, I know what you mean. The music that we yeah. spoke about, isn't it? the music's not been great for a, a long period of time. Yeah. My thing with it is, is like, one, they've already got a connection. He's Eminem's DJ. He has been for like, Almost 20 That's years. so wild, though. That's, um, I can't believe that. And then for me, it's like we know that Alchemist creates soundscapes and is is a is a producer. Like we're not talking just about making beats. He will make he will create a atmosphere that suits that artist. Could you imagine if he worked on Eminem for like the uh, music to be murdered by project, where mm. you feel like there's there's a real potential for a concept there where. Eminem could kind of like tap back into that, those slim shady days, but but maybe from a bit more of a mature perspective. And like Alchemist would probably be like, no, we only need 10 tracks or let's just do an EP. Mm. Just keep it concise, get Boldy on there, get Conway on there. I feel like, like Theo says, there could be a revival from like a, a hip hop purist perspective. Obviously the the the, fan, the general fans of Eminem aren't going to care. Like they'd be like, oh, this isn't for me. It's not got Ed Sheeran or 
you know, whoever wrote that. Beyonce. Ray, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but I feel like for us, I just I just think there's a there's potential there to really um, get the best out of Eminem. Um, and not like do Slim Shady 2 or anything like that, but like I say, from a more mature perspective, like tell us those stories of you growing up, but then like... That would bring Eminem back into the GOAT combo, for sure. You think so? Yeah. I think so. I I feel like that, that's the kind of revival feel I was talking about. Exactly. Mm. That's what because I actually like music um to be murdered by. There's some good stuff the side A is actually decent. It's not like he's it's just he needs something to um just yeah, he needs something to get him back into the goat talk again. That that that, that that's like, yeah, look, this is get him his respect back because people are starting to shit on him and it's not yeah. It's not but hopefully really. Alchemist would have the courage to be like, No, Eminem, don't go anywhere near the boards. I don't want you anywhere near the machines. I don't want you on the hook. No singing. Turn your gay down. Yeah. Turn yeah, your just what like, down? Yeah. Would you you, say? I, I meant game, but the end didn't come out. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm just glad I, I don't know when um, I heard that. Turn your gay down. Oh, <laughs> At least yeah. it was me saying it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's my one. But I, I think the, the best place to finish on is, you know, we... Way back, one of our first ever episodes is we did a, our first goat talk. Even was the top ten producers of all time, and the Alchemist didn't make that list. I'm sure we like he was an honourable mention because it's 2021. He's so we're got all to be, like, but I feel like we were brushing you off wild. when you were saying it. What we didn't put him in his. Top we were 10. ignorant. Let's be real. No, I don't think we were mad ignorant. So, so like this, I want to pose the question again. Like top ten, is he? Oh, 100% he is. He's got I, can't even, I, can't, I can't even believe we didn't put him in there. Who, who have we got but in the there? The fingers as well. No, wild. wait. I can't believe that. I feel like Hit Boy is in this conversation. I don't know if he made the 10, did he? No, Hit Boy didn't I either. I don't think Hit this Boy is the made thing. it Hit Boy would Hit Boy would be there now after this past run. Those would be the two additions. It's just who would we take out. But that's, that's maybe a conversation for another day. But So like, are we kind of agreed on that, that maybe... That needs to be revisited. And oh, 100% <laughs> it does. Give it a little it's, while. It's, not, yeah. it's almost disrespectful that they're not in the top 10, considering what they've done. I even mm. need to. I need to listen back and think who we've got in the top 10. I, I have a, me, who, who took those two mad. spots? <laughs> do, you know what I th- do you know what I think it is with Alchemist is that maybe sets him apart from the vast majority of others is the, I mean, there's obviously longevity there, but other artists have got longevity, but it's just, it's the volume. Like I'm trying to think of, I know there's periods in some of these other producers on our list's career where they, they produce a lot of music, but I get like 2018 onwards, especially the amount of, and we're not just talking beats. We're talking like full length projects as well. Collab that this man has created yeah. a variety um, of sounds is an artist that he's worked with is, it feels unprecedented to me. And even like, oh, yeah, no, let me not speak on other names, but um, I think that's what brings him into that convo. Like we talk about the people like, I don't know, like the distinctive sound of people like Timberland and the Neptune, like all the people we had in our top 10 were in there for a reason, but that's the one that I would say Alchemist, that's what we'd get him in. It's just that, it's the it's the volume, it's the quality of that volume as well. It's just, mm. it's mad. Like he can produce a full album and every beat just bangs. Yeah, mm. multiple times. Yeah, but I think um, I'm glad we finally got to it. The Alchemist is is one of the greatest, and um, hopefully he's not slowing down because that's the beauty of his output is he, he's working with so many different people that it just doesn't seem to get boring. So um, yeah, can't wait for what he's got coming next. Hey. 
This is Sean, and thanks for listening to another episode of The Grey Area. Are you an upcoming artist, critic, journalist, or content creator? Hit us up on our Discord or in our YouTube comments if you want to share new music, take part in an interview, or are interested in collaborating. Links to these can be found in the show notes. Take care.